our low audio listener. Please subscribe, leave a like and review on the platform you're listening from. The video version of this show is on YouTube and the link will be in the description. Electric Love Festival. Yes, mate. And we've got Josh Garrett, friend of the show, back on for another chat. Yeah. I think hey, it's uh, been about a year, isn't it? No, it was uh, the beginning of the year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was like January, yeah. or January, January or something like that. Something yeah, like that, so yeah. It's been, okay. it's been a few months. It's been a few yeah. months. Yeah, good to see you guys. Yeah, it's yeah nice you to too, back man. On the show, mate. And uh, obviously you played your set last night here at Electric Love on the Zen yeah. Den stage. Yeah. It was great to hear, man. It was oh, a great thanks. set. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a really good set, mate. I loved it. Yeah, cheers. Thanks. That yeah. was a lot of fun. I had a really good time with it. And, uh, yeah. You know, I was like... It's a, it's a little tough when you play the festivals and you're doing a live set because yeah. you're getting up in there and you have to compete with, like, you know, what the DJs are playing. It's all mastered and stuff, right? So Absolutely. I do have a mastering chain in my set, so, like, I can hit the same... I don't want to get too technical, but the RMS level um, that they're playing from their mastered stuff, the, so that it you should hit the same you confused me with earlier? Yeah. Yes, when we but started. It's basically <laughs> average uh, loudness. Yeah. Right? Um, and so uh, if everything's set up right, it should punch as hard, but... Sometimes it's hard because you're coming in and it's like, okay, so what level do you want it? So yeah. there was a little uh, challenge at the beginning there, but, uh, but I think yeah, we no, it in. It sounded amazing though, mate. Oh, like, yeah, man. And, and, and uh, I mean, obviously, like we're talking, if everyone out there doesn't know, Josh plays live hardware rather than DJing. So again, yeah. it's a whole uh, different skill set right there. I mean, I from previous, if you want to know more about Josh, then obviously we've got a previous episode. But uh, I mean, I'd like to talk about how you had your setup for this event. Yeah. I mean, you had all your stuff lined out. Yeah, and what did you bring? Like the process. What, what bits of toys did you bring? Yeah, so I um, I actually do my live sets from in the box. So I play with Ableton, so it's not like really a hardware set. Um, but I have, uh, basically I have four pieces of gear. Um, so I have my Mac. Uh, so I have a MacBook Pro 14-inch uh, M1 Pro, which I love. Uh, it's one of the best Macs I've had ever. Um, and then I use a Push 2 with that. Um, so from Ableton. And then um, my audio interface is an RME Babyface Pro. Um, so it's like rock solid, really high quality, loud. Um, and then uh, a MIDI fighter twister for all of sort of like, because I do a fair bit of filter modulation and um, I like to tweak acid lines and stuff. Yeah. Set, yeah. So that's all mapped onto that. So I don't have to mess around with selecting devices from the push. It's all just always mapped to that. Yeah. Um, so I can do all my filters and I can do my effect sends because I have a certain amount. I used to do a lot more dub techno than I do now. Yeah. Because um, these days it's basically like. Um, uh, acid uh industrial detroit influence stuff right yeah. um so it's all that kind of hybrid um you know like i i did tone it down a little bit last night i didn't go 100 percent jay garrett um, yeah yeah because, what, what like, bpm was you playing last night uh well I was, so i started at 129 uh because yeah. the guy before me he, he played okie played a great set great set yeah uh, it was fantastic I mean, he had the he had the crowd in the palm of his hand too right? yeah like, man so he set me up really nicely um but he was playing more of a tech house sound and yeah so it's it's definitely like so, so I opened with um, the ambient portions of um, my track on Perk Tracks, right? So just those big chords and um, that swelling sound and then got into more of the body of that track. Uh, but I had to start at 129. 129? Anyway, sorry, 129. <laughs> uh, when normally I would probably start more around 136 and then work my up, way up to 140. Yeah, um, yeah. In North America, if I was playing in Europe, I'd probably have to boost that even further. Yeah, forty-five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Um, so yeah, so it's a little slower than what I normally do, and it's it's a different style. Like um, there's a lot. Like he didn't have scraping metal sounds, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and stuff. So um, yeah, so I kind of like you know got into there at 129. At my peak, I was 137. Um, but 
about halfway through there was this big gap in the middle of the dance floor and I thought that I was just hammering people too hard or something. I didn't realize that there was actually a first aid situation yeah. happening at the edge of the stage. Yeah, man. And so when I'm looking out, I'm like, oh, man, I'm scaring everybody away. So I kind of dialed it back. So by the end of my set, I was back at 134. Um, and I, I was like, there's a lot of stuff from, like, Gobsmacked. I played a fair number of Gobsmacked tracks, um, but I didn't touch on a lot of my older Dirty Minds stuff because yeah. it's just too grindy and too heavy. Um, yeah. And even some of the Gobsmacked stuff I had to dial back. And, like... I recently had an EP out on uh, Mastoid Collected out of Chicago Collective, and um, that stuff um, it probably wouldn't have flown too well in the, in the festival vibe right now. Um, but it, like in the right place with the right audience, like that stuff is like. But again, it's got to be 137, 138, and just like hammers, right? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. But uh, you know, that, that's the thing, right? You play to uh, to the crowd that's there and the people who are paying attention. Yeah. Sorry, uh, sleepy just walked by. <laughs> And and we were chatting yesterday and today a little bit, but you mentioned like when you come to something like this, you've got quite a lot of material already to go, and so you can kind of read the crowd and pick what you're gonna yeah you know, I, I never feel it out a little bit and yeah man yeah so like um, when sorry, I block my face and I guess that'll be it you're good man it's all good <laughs> we're getting eaten alive out here yeah, yeah. So, there's, there's yeah. a lot of mosquitoes yeah yeah um, yeah so basically like my full life set is probably 130 150 pieces of music and that's a mixture wow. of uh, originals and remixes um, for this I cut that down to make it more manageable uh, to about 90 um, and still so, 90 yeah, <laughs> I think 15 or 16 of those are remixes yeah, um, yeah so man. like remixes I had in there I had a remix of like Wedding McBride I played a remix I did for Sean Deason uh, I played my uh, remix of Talandra um, that one I think went, that one has those big sort of like underworldy kind of chords yeah um i think the crowd was into that one um you know it's got vocals and stuff in it too so it's got a little bit more of a uh a, a, like a, something that'll hook sort of the festival crowd i think yeah because that's the thing too is like when you're playing a festival and you're on a stage especially you know when it's really stylistically mixed like typically i would either be playing for an audience that knows me um or i'm playing uh to open for someone who's similar um, style yeah, yeah. style yeah. music yeah so like you know like I think I mentioned before, like, uh, you know, when I played L.A. and I opened for I Hate Models, you know, I'm not going to blow him out of the water, right? Like, yeah. He's, he's going to come in. He's going to layer up from right, yeah. Yeah, so, like, you know, but I know that I can push it and I can go hard mm -hmm. and I don't go as hard as he does. Um, and so, but I don't have to be afraid that I'm going to, you know, turn the audience off by punishing them a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, and here it's sort of like, okay, you know, they don't know me, they're not... A lot of people, I mean, there were people who were specifically here uh, to see my set last night, but uh, the majority of the crowd probably aren't really familiar, you know, with me, and I, I know that, right? So it's yeah. just, it's a different, so yeah, yeah. just kind of like, you know, pay attention to what's happening, uh, you know, out in the crowd and the stage, what they're responding to, and just try to, you know, guide yeah. them somewhere and also Absolutely. keep up with them, right? So. Yeah. And again, we, we talked about this, and obviously, when you've only got an hour, you only had an hour set, mm -hmm. it's tough to really pick what you really want to play as well as read the crowd and and do that thing too yeah. right like it's not really much time to you know yeah your first 15 minutes go by pretty fast yeah, yeah man, man so I do, yeah. like you know three tracks or whatever um and the thing is too like when you're playing live you can really milk it right because you can like have something that just runs and it's sort of a hypnotic yeah part and then you're just mixing it up with other parts so like you know there was like one acid line i'd let run for a really long time last night because it was just working right yeah. and then i was just changing the other tracks that were under it so it became sort of a, um, a continuity thing right? yeah so 
um, yeah, I mean, but people were really responding to it. And, uh, yeah. And it was it was a good time. Um, so you know, and then uh, uh, Derek played a nice set after me, Derek Michaels. Um, and then I was really impressed with Kaleido as well. I really liked yeah. what she was playing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I got to admit, I, after your set was done, I kind of I hit oh, yeah. the sack. I was pretty much done for the night. Yeah, yeah I was tired, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we were like, yeah, this good set, but I'm. <coughs> I, I can understand. I mean, like it's 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 tough. Like with the sun, like yeah, and, and yeah. I mean, uh, the way the festivals li- lined up too, like um, you know, walking back and forth. Um, yeah, it's a pretty good hike. I've got a lot of you know. Yeah, got a lot of steps in. Absolutely, it's good. I, need I, it, I got my ten thousand steps each day for sure. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. How did you um, how did you link uh, get the setup to play like up there? Did you uh, go for a sound card? Did you come out of the headphone port? I know it seems a bit cheesy coming out of the headphone port, but like, mm-hmm. did, did it go? Did you come out of that sound card into the back of a channel in the mixer? So they've yeah. got um, the main DJ setup up there is um, a DJM and then uh, three CDJs. So the fourth strip is open, right? There's yep. nothing on the fourth channel. So I just came in to the uh, line in on, on that um, from my uh, Babyface. So I basically have a Babyface Pro, which is an XLR coming out of the device, and then I downstepped that basically to an RCA. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, just come into those. And so. It's, it's a little tough, so sometimes it depends on how the festival is set up. Like, sometimes I will not go into the DJ mixer, and we'll just come through the XLRs directly into the main stage board. Um, but then the issue is that I don't have control over, and I might not even have the monitors, right? So yeah. if the monitors are coming directly out of the DJ mixer and they're not coming off of the, the stage board, um, then, you know, I don't have control over the volume and I want to be able to control the volume because like oftentimes because I'm playing live and I'm not the main setup, I'm off to one side and I might be sitting like with a monitor like right in my right, ear. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, I uh, Depending on the monitor, I mean, I still have most of my hearing. I have some tinnitus, yeah. um, but I don't have like loss and I want to keep it that way. So I don't really want to be like stacked up against the monitor that's just blasting half a I'm the same, man. I, I had a hearing test uh, last year and uh, it, it went from like zero was good, mm-hmm. forty five was bad, twenty five was the cusp, and for my the low end sounds the frequencies, my right ear I have a slight bit of tinnitus for when I'm stressed or tired. You can hear it, but like he said, you're on a cusp, man. Like just keep uh, it there and save it. And I was like, yeah, but I've got my music, and yeah. so I know what you mean. Yeah, like, keep those earplugs. Yeah, like, man. I have three sets with me when I come here. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm not wearing them right this second. But. <laughs> yeah, I actually did bring a set with me this time. I don't mm-hmm. normally. I, I, my, my ears. It's funny. I get mine tested for work as well. Coming mm-hmm. up on August twenty third. Actually, just reminded me. There you go. Coming See? Up. But um, mine aren't too bad, man. And again, years of standing there and headphones on, and yeah. like I still. Brad knows when I got my headphones on, I turn them up loud, don't I? I can hear him. I'm like, he's oh, like, really? oh yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I like it. Yeah. Right, but but my, my, my I'm, I'm lucky touch wood, and I don't do it all that often. It's not like I'm every day, mm-hmm. hours a day doing it. No man, now I kind of jam every couple of days, and I'll play for an hour or two, and then I'm done. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like we were and if, and if the, the house is empty, then I'm not using my headphones anyway. Right. Yeah. Right. So, but yeah, I did bring mine just.
just in case this time because you know yeah, yeah. I, 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 even like bass coast i didn't get any tin again it depends on the sound system oh yeah yeah if yeah it's tuned properly yeah really man. Not, like, you know i mean you never got home with tinners yeah right yeah. no i mean i've i've been at shows where it's usually like the higher mid-range you know that's really the problem um like for me the worst show i was at in terms of hearing was the ramones right? mm -hmm. and you get all that fuzz guitar and distortion and my ears started ringing and the tone just went that was really scary yeah um, no doubt and i was like 16 at that show or something anyway yeah um but uh yeah i mean probably a lot of my tinnitus also comes from uh my dad's a train spotter and so we would go out to like train junctions and stuff and like these trains would come by and blast horns and <laughs> he'd make you stand there yeah well i mean we'd <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. Oh. so i think there's some of that um so yeah. i've i've I can't remember a time when I didn't have it. You really? Right? Eh? But it's not like I can't notice it right now because there's sound around. Oh, the sound going. That's when you're silent in yeah, bed or something. Room, yeah, 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 yeah like, same man. Yeah, you know, very like. Beep, 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 beep. I was oh, getting yeah. it for a while, wouldn't I? Remember that when we were working yeah. at that mill? I was kind of getting it a little bit, but it's, it was Mine's in like one ear. And it's gone now. Oh. It's weird. It's like, yeah. beep, 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 oh, really? It's not just a tone. No, it's like. Beep, beep, beep. Oh man, that would drive me crazy. Yeah, it does, man. I actually got some brand new custom ear plugs that are bright pink with silver sparkles. Oh, nice. It looks like bubble gum stuck in my. Is. It's fantastic. Bond. Probably is. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's funny. It's like, you know, um, but that's the thing too, right? I mean, like if you're around music and production and stuff, like I recently upgraded my monitors in my studio. Um, and for the last, um, I guess, nine years, I've been using uh, Dyn Audio BM6A Mark IIs, which I really like. The difference between the originals and the Mark IIs is the Mark IIs are more forward in the mids, um, which illuminates them, but also means that you really have to push the mids when you're mixing in order to have it translate on another set um but i uh decided to treat myself this year and i bought a pair of uh, neumann kh310s which you know Very 10 nice. inch drivers and uh you know um so when i set them up um they really you could really hear the difference yeah. between the dyn audios and, and have you got audios. a sub with that oh no you don't need it no you don't need it it's yeah, just no, pure fucking do you have to tune them at all uh, yeah, I mean, there's some, there's just some stuff on the back. back. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Do, do they sound pretty clean right off the oh, bat? Yeah. yeah. Well, as soon as I plugged them in, I was yeah. like, okay. And yeah. then I just had to tune them to the room a little bit because yeah. it depends on like how you set them up against the wall and the uh, angle. Yeah, how far yeah. away yeah. are they? Yeah. Yeah. Are they facing out? Are they facing diagonal? Yeah, all that flat, kind of. Yeah, you know, man. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, how, how far is your back wall? You know. Um, so they basically, for me, they sit away from the wall. Um, so they're kind of they're not in the middle of the room, but they're you know, a couple feet away from the wall. Oh yeah, right. Lateral triangle. Yeah. Thing. So. Them on floor stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a massive desk. I have a massive like wood desk um, that's like 77 inches wide by like I don't know two and a half feet deep. Um, and uh, I have to use Imperial because I'm American, right? Yeah. But anyway, um, I'm so, so used to Imperial now. It's all yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. One time I was in um, oh, something in, in the Midlands in, in England, and uh, I used to be involved with print stuff. And these guys are like, so how much uh, margin should we put around the page? I said, oh, about half inch around each one. And they looked at me like I was from the moon. Yeah. They're like, what's that? Right, so. That's nah, about 10 mil-ish, yeah. <laughs> roughly. Well, it's like. Half inch? Oh, well, 25, no, 25 centimeters is an inch. Yeah. 25 centimeters. So it'd be 12. Yeah. 12 mil. 12. Yeah. Oh, it's close. Close enough. Yeah, yeah man. So I translated it because yeah. I knew it's uh, 20, like 2.54 <laughs> centimeters. Okay, inch. so now you guys are just picking on me. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't do Fahrenheit to Celsius. Though. No, that's uh, just stupid. And why did they even do that one? It's just <laughs> I was bugging my buddy. He's English, lives in the states, and he went on. Oh yeah, it's like seventy six. I was like, why do you still use that? I was like, the other. It's so easy. It's zero. Yeah. It starts at zero and it just goes up in ones. Well, what's more important, water or blood? 
I don't no, know. No, water because that's the uh, yeah. That's the weather. I just don't get the whole fifteen sixty fourths and. Oh, in, in the mile? In the, in, the, in, the, in the Imperial. Oh, right? fuck. That's yeah. easy, bro. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll catch you up on that. Don't worry. If you try to do fractions in metric, it's difficult. Yeah. You know? How do you do thirds? But that's the only place that... Oh, to be honest, our place is a music podcast. And <laughs> <laughs> now we're just getting into math. Let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. Yeah. It's been pretty good, actually. Math so. lesson. Yeah. So, actually, I don't know. We, we asked you this last time, but so have you got any <laughs> uh, new tracks and projects you're working on that you might have something coming out we can talk about? Well, I've got some recent stuff that came out. Um, so I did an EP on Mastoid out of Chicago uh, that yep. I mentioned, and that came out probably, I don't know, within the last couple months. Oh. Okay, cool. Uh, it's nice. three tracks. It's really pretty heavy stuff. It's definitely not for everybody. Um, but the people who like it seem to really like it. I know that um, the day it came out, like Black Asteroid played all three tracks from it and it was set in Berlin that night. So that was wow. really cool. Brian told me that. Um, and then uh, I did a remix for Hoorah, who's also on Mastoid. Um, and then, so that came out a little bit ago. Uh, right now I'm working on some stuff for a few other labels. I've got a bunch of labels who've asked me for things. Uh, and that's a little hard because I don't have a backlog at the moment. Like COVID kind of took the wind out of my sails a little bit in terms of like, uh, you know, proactively producing things. Mm -hmm. uh, so now I'm kind of producing things uh, on request, uh, which is a little hard because now it's like, okay, this person wants this, this, and this, and now I have kind of a backlog. I've already got to do it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. So like, you know, it's prioritizing that and figuring out, you know, what to, what to kind of put together to send to them. And I've got a few people who are looking to do some collabs. Um, so... We'll see what happens with that. And then um, I think I might have even talked about this last time, but there's a label in Detroit called uh, Remember Why You Started or RWYS. Uh, and that's run by Sean Tate, uh, the butcher. And so he's got a 12-inch uh, EP, various artist things that's coming out, and I have a track on that. Okay. Um, so I'm not sure the exact timeline on that. Um, and then later in the year, um, RF is going to be doing a retrospective uh, set of, like it's a five-volume set of... Uh, tracks that i've either released on subspec or on rf um so i think the first four volumes are collections of tracks from our sorry from subspec uh going back between uh say 2012 and 2019 um so it's more cool. sort of straight ahead techno um and so those have four or five tracks on each one and then there'll be one that collects up my countered alias stuff uh, and there's four tracks, I think, on that. And then there's another one of the stuff I've done on um, RF, which also includes a bunch of remixes. So that one will be a little bit longer. Um, so, yeah, so that's coming out later in the year. Anything um, on vinyl? Uh, the one for Remember Why You Started. Yeah, Sweet. that'll be on vinyl. And, I mean, the last one, I don't know everyone who's on this one, but, like, you know, the last one he had guys like Stingray and stuff on. So cool. Um, there will be a, a good bunch of people on there. Um, Sean does awesome stuff. Super good dude. Um, basically family, you know. Yeah. Um, and stuff so yeah it's uh so they'll be coming out of detroit I think, I think he presses at archer and stuff too so it's all like it's all you know yeah um, detroit stuff so yeah so that'll be coming out um and then everything else is just kind of like up in the air right now um there's some talk about maybe some smaller local shows uh so we might be getting proper happening again or at least getting proper um so proper is the production company for events that um i do with a friend yep uh and we might be working back in like vancouver yeah 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 so we started in 2017 um and like you know in the, between 2017 and 2019 we brought like uh chris liebing uh perk oh, um, Starak, uh, rebecca non-compliant tin man claude young mark broom uh, Marcel Fengler, 
Big names then, mate, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, um, big Game Arvine, we, we had him open for Ben Sims. Yeah. Um, that show was the music, the quality of the music. So, I don't know, like, Chuck Hampton, Game Arvine is one of the really, like, um, I don't want to say uncelebrated because the people who do know, you know, really appreciate what he does. Um, but, you know, he's, like, he's one of the best house guys uh, in, in techno uh, to come out of Detroit, um, in my mind. But, I mean, really focusing on house, but he can play whatever. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But he just, I think he kind of keeps things at the level that he wants them at, right? So he's not really, anyway. But awesome. Chuck's awesome. I yeah. recommend people check, uh, check out Chuck Hampton or Gay Marvin. Sounds like you got quite a lot. In the pipeline there coming up, bud. Uh, yeah, you know, trying to keep things happening. Yep. It's, uh, you know, I, uh, I played an awesome show down in Seattle at the beginning of June. Um, and I had a bunch of stuff I was working on in terms of production uh, coming out of that. But unfortunately, I caught COVID. And, uh, oh, wow. Yeah, it kind of put me on my butt for a few weeks. Um, I was only really sick for like a day yep. um, in terms of having a fever and aches and stuff. But like the following two weeks, like by two o'clock in the afternoon i was like man i gotta sleep really and eh? uh, yeah and then you know so it'd be like just trying to be productive was yeah rough and again the brain fog from it's crazy yeah yeah you know like, yeah for sure. still quite now yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm probably still dealing with that i don't know oh, I'll, I'll think i'll stand in but, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's been uh, it's been crazy like just trying to yeah anyway i'm sure there's lots of people been it, it seems to affect everybody a little differently yeah yeah man. Yeah, for yeah. sure definitely yeah. man definitely so, touch wood i got lucky mate i don't think yeah. if i did get it it was before it was even called covid we talked yeah, about we, this yeah, we talked i about, got yeah. real sick we right at the beginning oh, yeah. of this before they even brought it out like literally a couple of months and i'm pretty sure it was it but yeah nothing was being done about anything then it was one of my co-workers caught it back in december 2019 he was in uh, new york and came back um, to where he lives in Canada and uh, he didn't realize that he had COVID and he was like man he's like my whole family caught this flu it's so bad it's really bad he's like I don't know if it's Corona but it's like I, w- I would call it Molson it's that bad <laughs> <laughs> and there goes, there was, there was my sponsorship for Molson right? anyway, that was his that's okay you don't want that sponsorship anyway <laughs> no, no, I don't think right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking for that well man yeah I think we've brushed it up there yeah man oh, thanks yeah. for coming on again Josh it was great to see you here at Lecture Love yeah, yeah man, your set was fucking wicked yesterday. Set was blazing, Thanks. mate. Can't wait to hear some of these new tracks coming out, and we'll catch up again soon. Cool, sounds good. Cheers, right. buddy. Thanks, man. Thanks, Thanks again, man. That's it.